This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Raider Nation. Oh, welcome to Silver and Black today, the postgame edition. The Raiders, in unbelievable fashion, lose, end their three-game winning streak in a last-second 17-16 loss in Los Angeles to the Rams and Baker Mayfield, two days off the plane, leads them on a winning drive where the Raiders help out the Rams with penalties galore and it's just a tough night in Raider Nation. We're here to talk about the game. This is Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. If you don't subscribe to the podcast, please do. I know you probably won't want to talk about Raider football tomorrow, uh, but we will for the rest of the season. And you guys are ride or die, so I expect you to. We certainly appreciate you being with us. And always on this postgame show, uh, I have my voice of the fan, our voice of the fan here. That, of course, is Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. <laughs> He's putting a bag on his head. Mo, along with our my co-host, Mo Moten, he's the national NFL writer at <laughs> Report, as well as the Raiders columnist at SportsNot.com. All right, gentlemen, um, it, there's so many things to talk about. The one thing I want to say up front, and Murph, I want to get your comment, as we always do at the top of this show with Voice of the Fan, is this. Not one person was responsible for this loss. There's lots of blame to go around, including the head coach the play caller. I mean, there's so many things we're going to talk about tonight, but I want to get your reaction, Murph, to this game, how it unfolded, and how it felt a lot like the first seven, eight games of the year uh, after the last three weeks where things were really looking up. Fell apart as soon as Josh Jacobs got hurt. I mean, it wasn't going well, um, you know, towards the, the, the latter half of the game, but it seems like it, there was some momentum that got stolen and got robbed. Uh, when it was like, you know, the, the, clearly the guy had been carrying us all year long, literally and, and figuratively. And so there was something about that. The moment, like we've, we've been praising the Raiders for their, their body language, their, the, you know, the, the enthusiasm, the things that have, that they've been rallying around in this, in, during this three game win streak. And as soon as Josh Jacobs got dinged up, then all of a sudden, like it completely evaporated. The, the emotion went out of the place. I mean, this was a home game for the Raiders. You know, we have friends that were there at the game, as I'm sure many of you did. And, you know, it was a, it was a freaking blackout. It was a Raider home game. And to, to not take that momentum and that energy and to not focus that. And, I mean, unless I podcast for a living, just like you guys do too. Well, I podcast for a living, but I podcast a lot. And I, I'm speechless. I, I don't – I mean – I sat on my couch just in dumbfounded freaking silence for 10 minutes before I could utter out anything because it was so shocking 
the way that the Raiders completely collapsed on, on themselves. And like you said, Scott, the multitude of ways, uh, coaching-wise, defensively, we fell apart. What the hell happened? to our, I mean, offensively, we fell apart. I just I, – I, um, Mo, say something cool because I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and Mo, yeah, I, I want to talk about this because we we had I had an interesting night on Twitter. Um, I started I started praising Derek Carr. The throws to Devonte Adams were amazing. He started off hot. Devonte Adams started off good, and then everything seemed to just shut down. The play calling definitely suspect. Uh, and then you had the slew of penalties. You had the inability to score in the red zone again, or to 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 convert on seven points versus three. And at the end of the second half, Derek Carr throws the pick on the floater. Yes, he got hit, ladies and gentlemen, but he could have very easily just gone down and taken the three points. And the Raiders, if it ends up like it did, they may win that game, most likely win the game. Um, when you look at this performance, I mean, so many things, Mo, but what is top of mind for you as you look back at this uh, as it's fresh? Murph makes a good point. And it's a point that I've been making for the past few weeks. What's going to happen when Josh Jacobs is not 100% can't go, has to take a few plays off? Do they mm. have a second ball carrier to carry that weight and that momentum on the ground? Uh, because as even though the Raiders had, had didn't have a great offensive night, they had been running the ball fairly well with Josh Jacobs. Now, let's say if they had a, he had a, a running mate there, maybe they've been able to sustain some of that momentum. Maybe they run the ball in the red zone instead of instead of trying to throw the football. And, of course, you you bring up the point that Carr could have just taken the sack. I know it's not easy in a split-second decision, but as a quarterback, you can feel pressure in the pocket. And if Carr felt that pressure, he didn't have to force that ball in there. And as you said, if he takes the sack versus throwing the interception, takes three points, we're probably having a different conversation right now. But as you said, it's not all on Carr. I know people want to take my tweet out of context and say, I'm blaming Carr because I said Baker Mayfield had a better game. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm mm -hmm. saying is for a quarterback who just met his teammates two days ago. <laughs> it's remarkable. He he had a better I game. I heard that. Right. Yeah. He, yeah. he had a, a couple days ago while well, they yeah. completely uh, omitted that from the broadcast. Right. He, he yeah. they, ju they just got him in, claimed him. We didn't know if he was going to play or not. Yeah. John Walford comes in, hands the ball three times. It's Baker Mayfield time. He has some chunk plays coming off the sideline. And then throws and then takes his team down the field with the help of some penalties, but he makes a, a big big play to Van Jefferson to yeah. close out the deal. So you got to give Baker Mayfield credit for that. Raiders defense, penalties, play calling, Derek Carr, all not good, bad. And this is what you get, five and eight in the terrible nut-punching loss. Yes, uh, definitely one in the nads. Uh, Baker Mayfield, 22 of 35, 230 yards, a touchdown, a passer rating of 91.4. Derek Carr, 11 of 20, 137 yards, two interceptions, and a rating of 36.9. I don't know that I've, he's had one worse than that, maybe once in the year. Um, and again, not all his fault. I mean, Murph, you look at uh, down the stretch, especially in the third and fourth quarter, the, the, the Raiders continued to give the Rams opportunities. So, yes, it was self-inflicted wounds. The punt uh, and, and the offsides penalty on the punt. Then even Max Crosby, again, who had a great game, and everybody knows that Max Crosby, to me, defensive player of the year right now, still in the NFL, gets offside there on the key drive towards the end of the game. Um, this team just seemed on the short week – not to be focused, the coaching as well, but on defense, look, as bad as the defense got beat at the end there, remember, until that point, they had given up 10 points, but it just seems the discipline and the focus weren't there 
on this entire team. Yeah, and, and and also too, like let's not forget, like the Max Crosby. I mean, can that guy get mugged one more time by the right <laughs> tackle? Like, I mean, how many times? And I know we're Raider fan, and we're supposed Jokes. to be used to it. And don't let I get it. Like, let's not act brand new. Like we don't get calls, and we get calls against us. But my gosh, I mean, these are like egregious freaking holding calls, like coming around the guy's neck and coming around his, his his chest. Like I can't. It, it blows my mind that we don't get. Um, those kinds of calls, but to the, to the, to the greater, you know, commentary around the second half, you know, yeah, they came out and they, they fell flat Scott, but early on in the game, that's what like, yes, it was a short week, but early on in the game, we were dominating. I mean, we saw Mm -hmm. the very first drive. We, we've been talking about how many weeks now we've been, we've been complimenting Derek and Devante on their timing. Yeah. On, on the, the amazing last second adjustment that it's not even within us. It's shorter than a second that Devonte adjusts to the ball, catches it one handed while he's being held. Like we see these amazing plays. We march right down. We score a touchdown on the, on the first offensive play. Like things are freaking firing on all cylinders to start this football game off. And then what happens? What a quarter and a half in or at a minimum in the second half, we just completely like turned into a different football team. Yeah. We turned into the freaking the Raiders of week two and three. Like it blows my mind how I, I thought we were past that. I, that was the thing about, and, and I say all the time when the Raiders are on a, on a path of, of decline, thanks for relieving me of the burden of expectation. <laughs> but just like a sucker, I freaking bought in again because we had three in a row and yeah. I was thinking, okay, here's this great pathway for us to make it a season that sure enough, we go all the way back to doing what we were doing early in the year. And it's like, I thought we were past it. I thought we were better than that Raiders. But uh, again, one Josh Jacobs injury, and then the whole thing falls apart. Like, so I don't know like that. If that's the, what the, this house of cards is, then we need to move on to something else. Cause this isn't going to work. What up y'all? It's your boy, Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, and, and guys, I mean, I think, and, and Mo, you can comment on this too. The, the big, the big success that the Raiders have had over the, the previous three weeks on the little mini win streak was they were playing complimentary football. You had good, better defense. You had better offense. I mean, great offense with Josh Jacobs and Devonte Adams, the numbers they were putting up. And then you get out there uh, tonight on a national stage again, and there's no complimentary football. Again, you don't just blame the offense for the loss, but the offense couldn't get anything going. They just could not get it going, to your point about Josh Jacobs. Then, one thing, too, and I, I'm not making excuses because you guys know I don't make excuses, but you lose two offensive linemen as well. You lose Alex Bars first. I know it seems crazy that Alex Bars doesn't seem like he's some big loss, but I will tell you that line had been playing cohesive again for the last three weeks, played really, really well, including Bars, and suddenly he's out, and it seemed like after Alex Bars got hurt – now, they didn't pressure Derek Carlott. Again, not a sack tonight. Again, not a sack. So so they played well, but it just seemed as though everything got mixed up again, and this team could not play that complimentary football. I don't understand what is the issue with Josh McDaniels play calling when he gets a big lead. Yeah. It's kind of like he just takes his foot off the pedal and he and he throws and he calls a maybe he calls a run play when he should pass, calls a pass play when he should run. 
he just gets all discombobulated when the Raiders have a two, three possession lead. And I don't know what it is, but this is now they blew a 13 point lead tonight. So this is the third. This is the fourth 13 plus point lead they've blown. Of course, they had a 17 to 17 and a 20 early in the season. So I don't know what is it with Josh McDaniels and how he sees the game once the Raiders have a big advantage. But it's mm-hmm. not good. And it's, it's something he's going to have to address and look in the mirror at himself at. Yeah, he will have to. And and I I was just blown away by again, it just you go back to when they were really struggling where uh you have a, a third and two and you're going for a 40-yard pass or uh you have a third and six and you're throwing behind the line of scrimmage. Like mm-hmm. that's what we saw again tonight and I don't know why to your point Mo, they build a lead but even before that, they st- they kind of were doing that. And I, I, I just don't get what they're doing. And, yes, they're still missing Waller and they're still missing Renfro. And we have some people in the chat up on YouTube uh, saying, well, is it his fault they should have gotten Waller out there? Not on a short week. That was never going to happen. It's not a no. good idea. And they mm-hmm. didn't – listen, if they execute like they had executed the previous three weeks, Murph – this team, I mean, it should have been maybe 28 to three at halftime. And we're talking about a different type of game, at least. Uh, and I know the jokes about blowing leads will come up, but still, this just feels like a different game. But offensively, they just never got in sync outside that first drive. Except, yeah, for, that, except for Josh Jacobs, of course. And I, and I think that's the part that's the biggest letdown. You know, we spent the last couple of days here at Raiders Fan Radio talking about the significance of not only Josh Jacobs, but Devontae Adams and their collective, you know, um, contribution to the Raiders offense. And Josh Jacobs is in some categories putting himself in the up to this game, has put himself in the conversation with Jim Brown, Walter Payton, OJ Simpson, the collective of those two guys of, of Devontae and Josh putting themselves in the conversation with Edron James and Marvin Harrison in terms of like, and, and, and many, many others that I, I'll, I'll save you all the, the breakdown on, but they're putting themselves in conversation with not only all time Raider greats, like Josh Jacobs is the greatest running back through 12 games of any Raider we've ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. and, so, and so, and then the him by himself in Raider history or Raider in NFL history, and then Devonte and him in Raider and NFL history. So what they were doing, statistically and but what they've done is especially in these last three games has been literally unprecedented in the silver and black so then today to then go into this game and then just completely fall apart like that's the stuff that i think that hurts most scott like what you're saying is that like we we were on like the ultimate freaking like ramp up here and yeah. then you've just fallen off a freaking cliff and it and it wasn't just one thing. It wasn't just and I th- and again, that's another thing that's that's tough and it circles back to what we were talking about in the very beginning. But it's not just McDaniels, it's not just the offense, it's not just the defense, it's just like this collection of things that just ultimately showed up in the most raidery way possible on a Thursday night. <laughs> Yeah, um, we're going to hit our first break. For those of you listening on audio, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come right back. For those on video, stick tight. We'll be back. You're listening to Silver and Black today in Odyssey original podcast Raiders 17 to 16 losers in Los Angeles to the Rams on a last second touchdown. Baker Mayfield is the star of the night. Uh, Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back. 